0: Hi guys, it's be here. I had to restart again because I got a phone call and I interrupted my phone call and I paused my podcast. So, um, what was I saying? Okay, so we're going to start over. This episode is about reuniting with family. And I recently, obviously my last episode was a whole mess and it was crazy because of the situation I went through. But I mean, shit has changed, things have moved on. And now I'm reuniting with my family, um, which is very, you know, hard for me um, because I have a lot of anxiety and aggressiveness towards um, my family for, like, you know, leaving me out in the cold when I was pregnant and having to go, like, to a shelter and stuff like that. and raising my kid in a housing for your homes, which is fine, which is like a treatment center. It's not actually a shelter. I had my own room. Then moved on to having, um, then moving on to having, uh, my own little townhouse there. So, um, I think that was something that I had to, like, you know, I, I, I learned a lot of skills from it, which helped me to, like, grow, um, and stuff like that so it was something that I really like it was a it was an amazing experience even though it was a painful one at the same time because I wasn't used to leaving home I wasn't a rebel like growing up but I became a rebel once I got pregnant and that was the most important thing was my son and I wanted to have like an amazing family relationship with my kid not like the one I had growing up so when I was growing up it was very like I was very sheltered I was very you can't do this you can't do that and I crashed most of my family members because it was always, like, a pride thing for them. Like, they always thought they were better than... It's either they thought they were better than anybody, everybody, or, like, they... If, I, if they heard anything about me that was embarrassing, they just couldn't handle it. And, you know, I started not being invited to, like, certain family birthdays or family gatherings. And I was living in the house. Like, isn't that ridiculous? Because of things that they've heard. And it was something that was, like, to me, like, I'm your little sister. Like, why wouldn't you have my back? And that was something that was, like, very, like, painful because it was, like, I'm your family, too, you know? So I really didn't feel like family with my family, you know, which is kind of fucked up to say. So I didn't want my son to experience that. And that's why, like, I left, too, because I didn't want him to be in that environment. And I had my own personal stuff that I had to really, like, se- like separate and reprogram my brain to not be like my family's way of thinking, so that my son could have like a fulfilling life of what I've imagined. So, talking about my relationship you know, with my brother, um, my brother, my oldest brother, like he's he's a cool person. Um, I've always got along with him growing up because he was more of a calm person. He's a Leo, so he's more of a calm person. Um, more understanding, more he'll talk to you in a very nice, calm way. Um, but my other brother he's not like that at all. He's like, I'm not like he's very really like, I'm in your face, you're this, you're that, you know? But my other brother, my oldest brother, he's very, very calm. I think that's why I've always gravitated towards him more because I'm a calm person. Um when I'm not mad. <laughs> but um my brother, uh, now he's working well, now we're working on our relationship. Um, but he is amazing like amazing uncle my son loves him my son is very social so it's very easy for my son to be like oh my god like my uncle oh my god who my grandma like he'll call you guys obviously he has to get to know you guys but he's very social and i've I've raised my son that way to be social to talk to be you know around like people and, and socialize um, because at the end of the day, like, that's just who I am. And I, you know, I don't want, he knows, my son already knows who to not talk to because he has his own intuition that he follows. And I know when he's not comfortable and I don't force him to do anything when he's comfortable. So when he's not, I know the cues. He doesn't talk. He will give you attitude. He will just say, don't talk to me. You know, he's very into his own thing. And so with my family, he's not like that um so I think it was just the anxiety I still have anxiety of reuniting with my brother and and having him in my place and like you know bonding with him and learning to talk to him learning to like get into his life him learning to be in my life and like him bonding with my son because I have a lot of anxiety because of living at home I had a lot of like restrictions I had a lot of like you can't do this you can't think for yourself you're not gonna be this you're not gonna do that and it was a lot of like trying to figure out my own boundaries and what I wanted in my life and what I think is okay and what I don't think is okay and I think it was something was where it was like very painful to like change in therapy because it was like very hard because I was like but you know I still have this like feeling in the back of my head like them saying this and it's so traumatizing like it was so traumatizing and I was pregnant in therapy and I wanted to make sure that my time my son was out. I still had a good amount of like, you know, progress to be able to not bring that into into him, and um, it was a lot. It was a lot, and um, it gives me anxiety because even like talking with him, I was like, okay, well, yeah, you're coming. Okay, fine, that's fine. Um, let me know. Uh, just let me know when you're actually coming because I don't want to, you know, have problems or. You know, I don't want to be upset, and Jamar has to go to bed at a certain time. Like he goes to bed at eight p.m., which is like bedtime because we wake up early. I'm pretty up late recording this podcast, but you know, he was home today because he wasn't feeling too good. Um, but yeah, so um, I think the anxiety of putting my foot down with them and not doing it in a way that's rude because I'm very passive aggressive sometimes, but I'm learning slowly. Like I've made progress on actually communicating properly and being able to talk. But if you are rude, I will put you in your place. No problem. Um, but yeah, I've, I've learned, like, for example, you know, um, he was saying he was going to buy a vacuum for me and he ended up not getting the vacuum. Like the day he called me the day before, he's like, yeah, I'm going to get it. Um, be ready. You're going to pick it up. End up not even letting me know, reaching out. and Ended up asking, oh, how's my day the next day? And no vacuum. And I said to him, like, you want respect. Respect is earned, not given. And you need to fucking tell me. If you can't, where's the vacuum? Like, don't offer to do things if you're not going to do them. It's like, no, this came up and this came up, and that's fine, but let me know so that I don't react that way to you. Like, I'm okay with not, like, if you offer something and you can't get it for me no more, it's okay. I'm not ungrateful. I'm very grateful for things in my life, and I'm very grateful for things that people have done for me and given me, and I'm also a very giving person. So when I'm ready, I'll give to you. But if you don't let me know, and expect me to just know like let me know i'm not gonna be upset you know so i that was something that i had to like you know understand and learn about him like yo like just tell me so that i'm not asking you questions and it's hard to put my foot down and say those things because i'm not used to that with them so um into like um what's it called so into like you know later on like my friend her name is Mamna. She's cool. Amazing person. If, by the way, she does graphic art. She did one for me. I'm, I'm in love with, I'm still in love with it. It's such a good quality. Um, but her name is designed by Mamna. You can check her out on Instagram. And her name is spelled M-O-M-N-A. And you can check her out. She's very cool. Order from her. It's amazing art. Like I'm telling you, amazing. Um, So she recommended this vacuum called The Shark. And I've, I've, she's told me about it before, like, but she has actually got it, and I've got it, and I told him, like, I'm getting this vacuum, because he said he was going to get me a vacuum the week after, and I told him, like, I'm getting this vacuum already, you know, so he's like, I'll put half on it, which is fine, and he actually did it, which is fine, like, do that, if you can't buy the whole thing, just, it's okay, like, you'd paid half, and that was fine, like, you know, and I was grateful for it, I said thank you, and, and stuff like that, and so, um... Yeah, I got my vacuum, and it was amazing, and he came over today, and he bonded with my kid, and, you know, he chilled for a little bit, and then he went, he went home. But it's something that we both have to get used to because we're not used to being in each other's life and communicating like we used to when I was younger. So I think it's just the more anxiety, and I still have anxiety with him being here. Like, I was like, oh, my God, do I offer him food? Like, you know, it's weird, but I, but I'm not used to that with my family. I could do it for my friends or, you know, my, like, my child's father, for example, when we're cool, um, because that's family, like, regardless of the situation, my child's father is my family, so it's, I'm very comfortable with that, and friends, and, but my actual family, like, my mom, my brothers, like, it's a different story, it's a trigger. I think a lot of people, like, will have, like, people in my life will be like, oh my god, like, you're just passive aggressive, like, you don't get it, like, no, you don't understand the energy with me and my family like it's a very different vibe and I think when people try to put their two cents in it without kind of understanding the full picture of what it is I think it's like you got a problem you got a problem and that makes you not want to talk about it because like how are you gonna tell me the problem when you're when you weren't with me growing up so yeah I think that's what it is with them and conquering anxiety which I'm have therapy tomorrow which I'm up pretty late I'm always up late because I'm a night owl but um telling them like telling my therapist like I've actually made progress with this and I know my therapist is proud of me and we're about to end our session soon because like it's coming to an end oh my god tear drop tear job. but yeah like I know she's sad and she can't cry in front of her clients but like she's done amazing work with me and I'm I will probably give her a good after because I'm so grateful for it like I actually want to cry talking about it but I'm just so grateful for her that I met her and I was able to like have this reprogram brain to like how I really was and find the great choice in life again because like trauma is is it sucks but we literally have like I think a lot of people struggle with the fact that you can get yourself out of your trauma you really can you just gotta push yourself and do the right thing and get the medication you need get the therapy you need work on yourself. like you can it takes a lot of work and most times we don't want to do it because we feel so bad for and we and we hate the shit that happens to us but when you actually work on it like it's so much freer like your life is so much freer when you go through therapy and you come out of it strong like i've been so strong and which is why i can go to people and be like yo like I can talk to them about certain things. I could tell them. I've always been that person, but now I have this big knowledge and expanded mind that I can I can do that for somebody. And I'm working on doing that because I want to be an Arthur First, getting older, I mean, not getting older, but like graduating school because I know I can do that for somebody. And like just singing my own songs, like that's something that I enjoy doing. Not only because of my own healing, but I can know somebody out there who can relate and heal from that song, you know. And I feel like. Like, it takes time, but it got me through so much, and I'm probably going to sob, but it got me through so much, and I'm very grateful for her. Like, I'm happy, and I think everyone I sh- should do therapy because... I would not, I, I'm pretty sure my mom probably should have done therapy, you know. And my brothers have this, like my older brother had this whole thing of like, oh, therapists, you know, they tell you this, they tell you that. But that's just like a Caribbean way of thinking where they don't really, like I would say, like I've always been told this to saying, like don't knock something till you try it. And I never really understood it until I actually started trying things and figured out that I actually liked it and I didn't like it or whatever. And it, and honestly, I've had to tell my mom that like, it's actually not what you think it is. It's amazing. And, like, yes, I'm on medication for anxiety because my anxiety is really bad. But, like, I regulate and I feel calmer. Like, I feel like I can think. But, obviously, having borderline personality disorder is a lot. And it's and it changes your mindset, how you view it, just how you talk. And when you're not in therapy for it, like, these symptoms can actually go away. And I feel like mine has been going away because I recognize things that I want to change about my habits and stuff like that. And I think that, you know... Trying to be a normal kid of being the one is oh my god you're lame like I was called lame a lot of the times when I was growing up because I wasn't like the other girls or I wasn't doing what the other girls did, and I just wasn't fitting in and that was just not my purpose like I don't choose to fit in with people, um, because it's not me and like I don't even understand why my brain thinks the way it thinks or why the choices I made in my life because my brain just does things off impulse, when you have borderline personality disorder, and I think. I've learned so much about my personality disorder just by doing a research paper for a class, and I've just finished it today. It was a long, oh my God, it was so annoying. Um, But yeah, like, I think that it helped me to actually understand a little bit more about my disorder, which helped. But I think that's something that, you know, my family doesn't know, and they're not not familiar with that. And I don't really talk about it as much because it's not something easy to talk about. And sometimes borderline can be confused with bipolar. And those are very too intense disorders so yeah <laughs> that's anxiety regarding between me and I and my family with my mom it's like a broken progress for her um you know my brother had a down talk with me like how would you feel if she passed away and like she you know she never got to bond with you or your son and she's you know getting old and my mom is getting old and I had to really sit back and think about it. like I know in time definitely when it gets warmer god grace god forbid she ever passes away but I would love you know to build a bond with her again and have my kid bond with his grandma, because I, it's not like I don't want them, it's just I have very boundaries set, where I'm, like, overprotective or my kid when it comes to my family, because of, like, if you hurt them, I will kill you, I will kill you, because it's my son, don't bother him, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure is every mom, uh, well, I can't say every mom, because some moms are different, but, um, yeah, like, it's just a, something that I'm willing to work on, obviously, because I'm a forgiving person, but I think is just more of a fear and anxiety with getting into that vulnerable state again and building that relation with them and you know, now I have boundaries put up and like now I have to speak up more. And it's it's a lot when it comes to family. And that's something that I'm working on now. But I wanted to touch base with that. So enough with all the familiar sheesh. Um I started a shop and it's it's doing tarot readings and I enjoy them very, 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 very much. So My Etsy shop is store. so you can book a reading with me. Um, I'm amazing. I'll give you the best advice, guys. We can even chat if you want. Um, But, yeah, I enjoy doing that um, for fun and, and like, helping people. Like, you know, I've helped many people with stuff like that, you know? So, um, yeah, it was amazing. Um, So, yeah, just check me out, tarotbyshaniqueb.store. And, like, next thing I do want to talk about is just embracing the new me. Shaniqua's been through a lot. <laughs> I've been through some shit. But I'm happy I went through that because it made me an amazing person. Like, it really did. Like, I'm a decent person. Well, somebody said that to me. But I don't think I'm decent. I think I'm amazing. I think I have my faults and I'm not perfect. But um, I am definitely an amazing person. Like, I have a big heart. I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. Um, I say some rude shit sometimes, which everybody does. But I think that, like, going through a lot of relationships and, like, a lot of friendships that did not work out helped me to be who I wanted to be and see the friend I wanted to be with somebody and the partner I want to be in my life. So, yeah, and I think um, going through with an ex was, like, really hard because, like, my ex who came back and I was dealing with her. And I think, like... My friend, like, my mom, my friend mom like, had to lay sit down with me, like, she like, like, you're at your worst, and she's literally avoiding talking to you, and it was something that I had to sit back and say to me, was that was, somebody I want to date, like, no, and it's somebody who, like, she came back not ready for a relationship, it's, like, when somebody comes back to you and they are not ready for a relationship, don't waste your time if you are ready for one, because the difference between taking it slow and them not voicely speaking out, I just want to mess with you until i'm ready to be in a relationship and no you're not that bitch you're not that nigga don't do that don't do that to yourself i had to stop and be like yeah i'm not getting what i want and i had my boundaries set and she wasn't following them and let me tell you something this is keep this in mind about people anybody can come back friend wise or friendship or, or relationship wise and say i've changed i've changed but when I tell you have one foot out the door when somebody comes back and tells you that, why? Because in a couple of weeks, you're going to see if they really change. And most of the time, they never changed. So, and I realized that in literally about like three weeks, she has never changed. She hasn't changed. Maybe she's a little bit to herself and like, you know, she recognized her and she didn't change in a way where she's owning up to her stuff and chain, making the changes based on her actions and cutting off the people in her life who ruined our relationship she still has those same people in her life and i can't tell her to cut off her friends i'm not that person but i also can not walk back into a relationship knowing that your friends are going to talk again and create problems for me i cannot do that it does not sit well with me and i will never get over it and and the truth about it is i i don't think i ever will I think I've accepted it and I forgive her and I've moved on. But I think knowing that they're there was a trigger enough for me to be like, I cannot move on with you because it's stopping me right there. And not only, I just feel like we're in two different places and our interests are different and our worth that gets different and like we're into different things and like our paths are different. And you know, I'm more hardworking and more about my stuff. And I don't think she's really about that life right now. And I think she's more chilling and me, I'm not. Like, I'm more. I need to do my work, I need to do this, I need to figure out what's going to happen next with my kid, I need to make my money, I need to sing, I need to like socialize. I'm more on having a groundwork when it comes to that stuff. And that's something that I had to realize. And that was hard for me because when you really like somebody and you have love for them, it's hard to let them go. But when I tell you your self-respect is more important than bonding with somebody and reuniting with somebody, it is way better and way more important because when you have that self-respect and they come back with their bullshit and they try to tell you about yourself, you have so much respect for yourself that you're not even going to give a fuck. You're going to be like, yeah, you're not for me and move on. And I suggest anybody like to always do that because that's something that I had to learn. And now that I move on, I'm talking to somebody new. And this person's amazing. Um, we're still getting to know each, other, know each other, but also taking a soul. It's amazing. Like This person asked me a lot of questions about my life and she's like my this person is like my match but in a way I had to see how I was and she's like a reflection of that but different and um she's cool like we're probably gonna end up being friends if nothing goes further than that but like she's a cool person and that's something that I had to like sit back and take a somewhere and realize oh my god like I actually enjoy having conversations with this person like, this person actually has any everything that I've wanted this person to do Everything that this person is doing is what I wanted my ex to do. And she wasn't doing that. She wasn't getting to know me. She wasn't asking questions. She just wanted to do what she wanted to do. But this one she asked me a lot of questions about my interests, which is kind of uncomfortable because I'm not used to it. But it's something that like, I had to like remove my anxiety and what I looked at, at myself as. And be like, okay, this is what's happening. Like, this is happening. Just embrace it and enjoy it and be grateful for it and don't push it away. Because, you know, when you really want something and you get it, it's like you don't know what to do. Because you're so used to having all these negative type of people in your life. But you have to change that. Once you have something, may, remember the reason why you wanted that for yourself. And figure it out and embrace that energy when that person's giving it to you. Because that thing is going to lead to so much more... Filling opportunities and foundations with that person or new people so yeah want to embrace that the last thing I want to talk about on this podcast before I end it with you guys is keeping a positive mindset because honestly I've been through the dirt and I'm in a little bit of a pickle right now but I'm trying um but subliminals I've listened to them subliminal positive mindset subliminal self-love subliminal money subliminal anything you want in your life listen to that it's like manifest it's like affirmations but it's manifesting everything into your life by listening to it and some some of them are two minutes long you can make a playlist it works amazingly you'll be manifesting things you'll be changing in your life so always keep a positive mindset when you're going through the dirt because obviously when something bad is happening in your life there's usually a breakthrough after that like there's usually something amazing gonna happen after a terrible moment in your life. And I think that's something that we all need to focus on because like, you know, we're like, oh my god, we're always in the bad, like, oh my God, I hate my life right now. No. Like just ride through the emotions of it. Take your space if you need to, but after, get back on your shit. Get back on your shit. Be like, okay, yeah, I'm tired. I'm I'm not feeling good get out of it when you're ready to get out of it be like okay i had enough of this self-pity let me do my let me start a new workout regimen let me drink some water let me eat healthy let me do something i've now worked out on my sales, like every day to the point like i'm starting to get my cuts now i have always wanted that i need to work out before i go to bed but yeah um i'm excited with my workout routine because i was depressed like two months ago like i wasn't doing anything i was tired i just drink water like, i wasn't drinking water i was chilling and I would hate to get up, and I had responsibilities I needed to do. But now that I work out, I drink my green tea because green tea slims down your stomach very fast. I do my schoolwork. I do my coffee. I do my meetings with placement. I have my therapy sessions. And I socialize. And like I, and another thing, too, if somebody's draining your energy and they're talking too damn much and like they're, and they're not respecting your bodies, don't be afraid to take your space because sometimes people we put in their energy and stresses on you that you really can't control or make any difference in. For real, set your boundaries and take some space to yourself. And if they can't accept that, then they're not your friend and they're not meant to be in your life. Just wanted to put that out there. But yeah, so always keep a positive mindset with anything you do. And honestly, be around people who, they go through shit, but they always come back on top stronger. Always be around people like that because people like that will change your life and you will change your life. You will be, have more motivation to change your life that way too. So yeah i'm done thank you guys for listening to this podcast this is very thought out and i think this is honestly the best episode of all episodes so anyways i think i hope to see you guys next week monday um i'll probably honestly later on in the future when i have more time bump it up to two twice a week but right now it's this mondays because i um i'm a busy person (laughs) um but yeah i hope you guys enjoy listening to my podcast I, um, as soon as I hit those 1,000 followers on TikTok, I'm going to start singing on live for you guys and have a show, um, but yeah, I'm excited, I love you guys, have an amazing week, stay positive, breathe, meditate, relax, journal, release those emotions, and carry on with the most positive mindset you have, and go after your dreams, okay, bye.